This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Body. Welcome to another episode of 180 Degrees. Yes, on this lovely Monday evening. It's so awesome to be back, Zoe. Yes, it is awesome to be in studio. I love Mondays. And you know what? Today has been filled with so much work. I, I did some admin this morning. And then after that, I went into class and I was doing law of damages and conveyancing. And when I go home, I'm going to do electronic law because... You guessed it, you guys. We are in the final exam season. You may be fourth term if you're in high school, but we're dying. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm done with that part of my life, guys. Mm-hmm. I wish I was you, honestly. Like, <laughs> I am suffering. <laughs> but I mean, like, once it's done, it's done. And that's the best part of it. Like, you can just do you after that and go forth for your ambitions in life. It's very true. And you have your qualification. You have everything. But... You know, I'm in my last stretch, so I'm just, you know, I'm doing my stretching out my hamstrings trying to get there. But yeah, we support you, Zoe. Thank you, Michaela. I appreciate that so much. You guys are still, you guys are set for a very fun show. It's going to be super cool. Michaela did some fun things this weekend that she's going to yeah. tell you about a little later. Then we've got a nice random tip that you guys might find very useful. But also, today's interview is by a very special woman. She has been on the show a few times. I'm sure you guys are familiar with Cupcakes of Hope. They're an organization that bakes cakes, cupcakes specifically, for children who are suffering from cancer. They do a lot of amazing work. You guys don't want to miss this one. It's going to be one for the books. But if you do, you can check it out. It will be on podcast on www.kpulpit.co.za. And we will be on Facebook Live on 79 Copsa Council slash 729 K Pulpit. So you can see us then. Our guest is here on Zoom. After that, we have a Bible quiz that has been available on our Instagram pages since 12 this morning. And a Did You Know, which is very interesting. It's about our Lord and Savior specifically. But yeah, it's a really fun-filled show. You guys don't want to miss it. And for now, let's just listen to Alive in You by Jesus Culture before we get back into the show alive in you by jesus culture ah jesus culture is always a vibe right eh? i feel like them hillsong bethel planet shit i'm actually just gonna go on for five minutes let me stop but there are more who are just amazing worship groups exactly i mean i with jesus culture i was always a fan they always just knew how to interpret emotion man and that spiritual connection with god it was just it's like they felt what they were singing. And yes. for me, finding artists like that is very rare because mm. I feel like everybody's about the show, about the lights yeah. now. And even in church, it's, it's become that. So Jesus Culture, 
back then. Now it's, I mean, they've they've been a bit quiet. I haven't heard much about them. Mm, same. But back then, they they really just knew how to take that emotion to the next level. Very true. I feel like they just resonate so well with many people for that reason. Exactly. And yeah, that's amazing. But um, it is currently nine minutes past seven, and after we've just finished analyzing Jesus culture <laughs> and how much they mean to us, we're about to tell you guys what we did this weekend. So, what did you do this weekend? Though? You'll have Michaela. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I only did one thing this weekend, and my father, um, some of you guys may know, is actually a minister and has been in full time ministry for thirty years. So on Saturday. That was his 30th year in ministry. So wow. he had a very big celebration. He had a lot of friends fly in from some Nigeria. Some One guy flew in from Florida. More people wanted to come, but they couldn't get visas. Like someone was going to fly in from Australia. People drove down from all over South Africa. And, you know, my dad... Your being dad a, just made <laughs> My dad being a minister wants everything to mirror a church service. So this party he threw was basically a church service, but with no preaching. So because I serve in church, I had to serve at his birthday party. I feel like a lot of people would love church to be like that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, no, it was really fun. It was so exciting, actually. But yeah, that's what I did this weekend. What did you do this weekend? Okay, so guys, it was my birthday. Hey. Yeah. So it was an awesome weekend for me. Honestly, it, we, I basically, on Friday, I went to a stunning wine farm. And um, for me, what was weird is that, like, on arrival, because it's in Stellenbosch, on arrival, you have to uh, pay 80 rand hey. just to get in. Hmm. Okay. I don't know if that's a lot because I haven't been to a lot of wine farms. No, it's not a lot, but you normally don't pay for entry okay, into yeah, true, a wine true. It's usually wine you pay for the wine tasting. Exactly. Or you just pay for the whole food. Yeah, just the food, basically. So it wasn't that... It's, it's a wine farm, kind of, but it's not necessarily wine okay. orientated. So as you paid, you get drinks on arrival and the drinks were actually like made juice from mm. oranges that they grow on the on this wine farm. Oh wow! So the experience was so nice. They had a glass room. The food is good, and then they have another uh, restaurant there that has three course meals. Oh wow! Which was like so stunning, and like the way the garden is set up there, it's flabbergasting. I posted it on my social media. People were liking it like crazy, and that's in Stellenbosch, and it's named. Babylon. Babylon Stodom? Yes. Oh my goodness, I love that place. My friend got engaged there. It's beautiful, isn't it? It is beautiful. And my family tried to go and pick. It's just amazing. Wow. And guys, you know, once you pay that first 80 rand, apparently the next time you go, it's like free. Yeah, because you like They didn't do that for me. Ah, I need to go back. Yeah, you you need to go back. It's a fun place. It's definitely a fun place. But the place that I really want to talk about uh, this evening is is uh, the bungalow. The bungalow? The Hmm. bungalow is actually in Clifton. And I went there um, the morning of my, well, not the morning necessarily, the afternoon of my my birthday, of my business, guys. (laughs) The afternoon of my birthday, I went there. And I normally love going to the bungalow because it has, it's it's like literally on the sea. Like it has like the sea view. It's stunning. It's in Clifton. Guys, it's also hidden away. So if you know where the soccer field is in Clifton, it's, same same area 
you know um it's a stunning place like i said you have the sea views you on that atlantic seaboard and um the prices are they're we, up there aren't y- they you know what i would say they are reasonable i normally go for the king clip mm. amazing like it is flipping amazing uh, and it has like it's your king clip and then your your little side dish and it's like steamed like as you mm. cut into the king clip it's the steam that comes out of it is like glorious and then it's like milk on your wow on your tongue so the food is amazing the vibe is amazing you have that subtle you know bougie feel and the music is it's it's just so chill they do have a dj there so if you want to request songs you can do that and the setting is just glam Wow. Yeah. That sounds fantastic. Now I want to go. You should go. I can only go in November, man. Dude. Dude. I have exams upon exams upon exams upon exams every week of October. Okay. I wonder how you will be, how old you would be once you finally get out of that. Right. Oh my goodness. This is actually a saddening topic. So we need to change it immediately. So let's go straight on into the random tip. Zoe on 180 degrees. So guys, tonight's random tip is, have you guys heard of grilled watermelon? Grilled water? You know, I feel like I've seen it, but it was more of a what is this abomination type of thing. So apparently if you grill your watermelon, like on like, guys, please not like heavy grill, like not like <laughs> fire burning kind of grill, <laughs> like more like a smoky kind of vibe. So when the fire is a bit dimmed, yeah. you know, it's one of the most amazing tastes for summer and everybody's requesting it for summer right now that so you cut out a piece of watermelon like a nice square piece you know and you put it on the grill and then you let it get a bit charred Hmm. not too guys once again not too burn just Hmm. you must see a bit of you know that char look and then the the taste that it brings across is it emphasizes what a watermelon tastes like Hmm. but like on the next level wow i had no idea you could get a more intense taste of a watermelon but you can like there's many things that people are adding things with watermelon too like apparently if you add also a certain spice guys i need to get this spice but i don't have it in my mind now there's a certain spice that you have to put on a watermelon and it also like really just brings out that taste of a watermelon wow Oh my goodness, now I, ha- I kind of want to try it, you know, like especially us talking about food. I skipped lunch to like, because I was like busy with work and now I'm like salivating extra just thinking about a charred watermelon. Uh, I'm not going to lie, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, and then another tip that you should think of is just like, you know, those hydrated serum uh, moss? Yes. So those are really good. Um, normally once you use it a lot of people tend to throw it away mm. but if you dip it in water and put it in the fridge you yeah. know on those hot 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 days yeah you put that same uh, fridged mask on your face not only cools you but it also helps the pores helps the oh. skin and you know just makes you feel refreshed wow that's I love that reduce, reuse, recycle vibe definitely. about this. It's a definitely, that's definitely the theme that these people were going for regarding this situation. <laughs> yes, that's super cool. Now you have two purposes for it. Exactly, Zoe. So now you know how to keep yourself cool, fresh, and, 
you know, eating amazing things this summer. Yeah, I'm excited for summer because I will not be riding and then I can try out all these cool tips. But I feel like the weather's not agreeing with us. Sorry. No, but we're still in spring. Like we have to wait until November. November or December. I think it's December. Mm. That's when summer starts. But I feel like norm on a norm, September ending is normally where the heat is like. True. Hey now. True, 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 true. Hey, I mean, I don't know what's happening. I, I barely did geography. <laughs> Dude, I dodged that. <laughs> My teacher was so like hectic. You knew the sign was here and the sign yeah. was there. And we're like, woman, mm. you're confusing all of us. Exactly. Let me just go to history. That's that's for me. Yeah, we but- know you. You you're the facts <laughs> guru. Yeah. The facts guru. I love that new title. Well, guys, stick around. We're just going to listen to a local song called Our Nation by Heinz Winkler featuring Worship House. And then when we finish with that, we're going to go on into the interview section of the show. Like I said in the beginning of the show, we will be talking to Sandy Cipriano of Cupcakes of Hope. It's going to be a fantastic interview you guys don't want to miss. So stick around. 180 Degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. So we just listened to Our Nation by... Heinz Winkler featuring Worship House. And yeah, now we are currently in the interview section of the show. Like I said in the beginning of the show, we have someone very special in studio with us over Zoom. She is the founder of Cupcakes for Kids with Cancer, Cupcakes of Hope. They bake cupcakes for children suffering with cancer. And they've done so much for the community that they're in and various other communities. I think over 200 children are helped every month. And they are about to celebrate National Cupcake Day on the 1st of October. And you guys want to find out what that is, how you can get involved. It's going to be fantastic. So i just firstly like to say good evening to Sandy Cipriano of Cupcakes of Hope. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. So lovely to be, to be back on your show again. Yes, it's always so fantastic when you're in studio. We love having you here. So... I'd like to ask you, we have some new people in studio, people listening. Michaela's here. I don't think she was here the last time you were here. And can you hi, tell Hi, Sandy. <laughs> Zoe's not giving me an opportunity here. <laughs> How are you? We're doing amazing. Thank you so much. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. So I'd like to ask you if you can tell us a little bit about how Cupcakes of Hope came to be. So, um, as you mentioned before, we are a nonprofit assisting children with cancer. And unfortunately, how I got involved was when a very close friend of ours, her little three-year-old daughter got diagnosed with cancer and unfortunately gained her angel wings. And seeing um, little Kiara Valle and seeing what this family went through, God just put it on my heart to help other families in similar situations. So, we then... um, As I'm from the restaurant industry, we then started doing a fundraiser at our restaurant. And the very first year, we worked a whole month to raise funds for children with cancer. And after that whole month, we raised a whopping 5,000 rand for children with cancer. And I I was very disappointed. So I must say, wow, but I was very disappointed. But you know what? When we finally received that phone call of a newly diagnosed patient in the Vol Triangle, 
um, little Keegan. Um, so Keegan was only 18 months old when he was diagnosed with cancer. He had tumors on the spine and became paralyzed. Oh, so unfortunately, um, due to the paralysis, um, when we asked the mommy, what is it that they needed? They said to me two, two things. The first is a new car seat that could tilt so that it would prevent him from falling out of the car seat. And the second one was special mattresses for his bed and pram to prevent bed sores. Mm. So all in all, that all cost 4,000 Rand. And then we still had a little bit extra. So my very first lesson that I learned was that no matter how much you raise, everything does make a difference. And um, yes, and so then the second year we did um, followed up again with a fundraiser at the restaurant and we raised 50,000 Rand for children with cancer. And then by the third year, I remember so clearly God just put this message in my heart about I was on my way back from a, a camping trip in Mozambique and the whole ride from from Mozambique right to free anything. All I could hear was just God, just two messages that he put in my heart. And the one was, make my circle bigger and create awareness. And if you look mm. at our logo, our logo's got a big heart on the top with us, the circle that runs out. And and for me, it was basically what I did in the vol is to create that and get the whole community together. So as soon as I got back to the restaurant, um, I re reached out to all my suppliers and I said to them, we need to create awareness. How are we going to do that? And the first best thing that came into my mind is let's break a world record why not you know <laughs> and uh, and we found this world record in America that uh, they set a world record for the most cupcakes on display which at that time was 16,000 cupcakes and we said we could do that easily and we did we we got the whole community to bake and we set and broke the world record and set it at 21,000 oh cupcakes my. and in that process we then raised funds for five different cancer organizations in South Africa. And while I was working with these cancer organizations, the one organization came up to me and said, Sandy, we have got this 15-year-old boy, um, Harat, and unfortunately Harat was diagnosed with osteosarcoma, which is um, cancer of the bones, and unfortunately his leg had to be amputated. So we were sitting with a 15-year-old boy, although the family had medical aid, the medical aid wouldn't cover the prosthetic limb, which was about 60,000 Rand. We immediately jumped on board and we, we donated the funds for his prosthetic leg. And I clearly remember that day riding up to Pretoria and meeting this young man when he went for his final fitting. And I remember how his granny wheeled him in, in a wheelchair into this room and I remember seeing him very unsure of himself, just looking down on his hands, very shy. And to me, the transformation that this boy went from literally in an hour, he learned how to walk again. He learned how to climb steps, how to walk the ramps up and down. Um, I, it was absolutely amazing to see the transformation in the young man. And uh, I'll never forget when I went up to him at the end of the session, and I said to Harat, can I give you a big hug? And he gave me the biggest hug ever. But he said these words to me in Afrikaans. He said, yes, he tani sandy. Yes, for skrikle kort. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, very profound word. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and the, the reaction of everybody in the room was exactly the same as yours. They all burst out in laughter. But for me, it brought tears 
to my eyes because I realized in front of me is no longer a boy in a wheelchair that was looking up at me like he was an hour ago. He is now standing on his own two feet and he's ready to face the world. And for me that afternoon, driving back from Pretoria to Fruyenachan, was when I told my hubby, babes, this is what I want to do. I want to help Kharat, children like Kharat, reach their full potential. Mm. No matter if they only have one week still on earth, one month, one year, that is what I wanted to do. I wanted to help children reach their full potential. And that evening we we found our bookkeepers and, yes, and that started the process process of registering Cupcakes of Hope as a non-profit organization. And I forgot to mention something earlier on as well. We spoke earlier on about Keegan, our very first patient that we helped back in 2009. What makes Keegan's story so special is although Keegan was was misdiagnosed in the beginning and um, his diagnosis wasn't very good because of the tumors on the spine, the doctor said he wouldn't make it to reach or celebrate his second birthday but we are pleased to say that last year he celebrated his 14th birthday and I love sharing Keegan's story because it's such a beautiful story of hope and it's such a beautiful story um, of to tell parents that have just been newly diagnosed that you know what have faith miracles happen every single day so yes so those are two of our stories um Keegan and and Harat which are beautiful stories of hope Wow. So I hope I answered the question. How can we start it? Okay. So just coming back. And then, yes, and then in 2012, we registered Cupcakes of Hope and we hosted the first National Cupcake Day. And we are super excited. Um, this year is our 10th uh, birthday celebration. And it's amazing. As you mentioned earlier, on the first year in 2012, we literally helped a handful of patients. But last month, Cupcakes of Hope financially assisted 200 and 54 children, the youngest only six months old. Wow, that is such an impressive feat. Exactly, God has just been amazing. And he's literally opened doors that only he could open. So we're so grateful Mm -hmm. for all the blessings that God sends our way. Amen, he has literally had this organization move from strength to strength, getting bigger, helping his children out there. It's, It's so inspiring to hear these things because unfortunately cancer is a very serious problem that affects so many Mm. people i mean i think this month is even like an awareness month for childhood cancer i believe and it's just it's, it's insane so i wanted to ask you usually have a motivation and a scripture for the year i believe you said even 10 years ago that yours was to make god's circle bigger do you have something this year that you'd like to share with us so i think last i I spoke to you i don't know if i mentioned psalm 37 verse 3 which is kind of the the psalm that we kind of hold held on to during covid and it is literally trust the lord and do good because in all our uncertain times that we will you know that we live in at the moment and sometimes we don't understand why things are happening um i just you know, focused on that song, trust the Lord and keep on doing good. And I can honestly testify that that has definitely pulled us through. Um, another saying that I'm that I've 
catch myself saying quite a lot of times is uh, this past year is God literally opened doors that only he can open. And for that, I am so, so, so grateful. And um, I honestly do believe that God placed me in the restaurant industry to, to be able to connect with people that allowed us to start Cupcakes of Hope. I mean, when we started Cupcakes of Hope, my, my aim and my mission was to assist to help save children's lives. And literally, probably about three or four years into this whole journey, I, I realized that Cupcakes of Hope has become a platform where our volunteers, our volunteers we call our Cupcake Angels, where our volunteers, those that have lost a loved one, a husband, a parent, a sibling, or even a child, this has become a platform where they can actually honor their cancer hero, mm. where they can celebrate their cancer hero's life. And in some cases where we have found that our cupcake angels have lost a partner or a husband, um, we've also found that it's become a platform where they can actually heal and find a purpose in life again. So Cupcakes of Hope is indirectly not just helping to save children's lives, but we are also saving our volunteers and giving them a purpose in life again. So for us, it's twofold. It's helping the children, but just as important, it is giving a platform where our cupcake angels can come together, can honor their loved ones, can celebrate their loved ones. And, and like I said, find a, find a purpose again. You know, for me, um, I honestly believe God has given us, you know, a hand and it's not just to receive things, but it's to give. Mm. And through giving, through loving others, we are a blessing, but in return, we are being blessed Amen. in abundance. Mm. Mm. Sandy, that is so powerful. You know, I actually lost my grandmother to cancer and it's, I, I didn't even know you guys have a thing because like, I would love to contribute to what you are doing. Cause I mean, I feel like it's so powerful and when you when you have someone that you know close to you that has that, that is dealing with it or that has dealt with it you really want to do everything that you can from your side to to help the situation but it's a, a, in 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 when the person is dealing with it there's not much you can do but hearing now that you 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 lending out a hand to connect us to actually doing something and helping those that are going through this, even if you've ha if you have lost someone before, is so powerful and so touching that I, I mean, we need to connect because I really would love to contribute to this. Like I said, I I lost my my um, hero, and that was my grandmother to to cancer, and it it really it really hurt me so much to have lost her. But besides all of that, let me get back to the question so that we can just get more from you. Um. Sandy, what is the challenges that you've been facing in doing this at the moment? So obviously COVID was a huge challenge for us and um, not just for our oncology families. You know, most of them are, one of the parents need to leave their job to take care of their child full time. So the income has literally been split in half. Or in some cases, we have single parents that now is sitting in a situation where there's no income coming in. So COVID definitely has affected that. And then secondly, our fundraising has been a huge challenge in the past, and not just for us, but all the nonprofits out there um, because of... Um, 
it's just been a tough year. Let me just say that. Mm. So um, it has been challenging, but again, God always provides. And um, I mean, who doesn't have sugar, milk, eggs? Mm. You know, it's mm. so quickly just to get together and bake a batch of cupcakes. I mean, our volunteers are as young as three years old, right oh. up to 90. It's a fun way to get everybody involved and to honor a loved one. But again, if you... Um, if you're not able to bake on National Cupcake Day for the Saturday, um, you know, you can always go back to your company, to your business, to even to your child's school and say, guys, let's organize a pop-up fundraiser. It can be any time of the year because although this is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, it doesn't mean that childhood cancer doesn't exist in October, mm. November, December, right? So, you know, there are ample opportunities coming up to actually do a pop-up fundraiser. And it's super easy. I mean, literally, you challenge a few of your colleagues at work to to bake cupcakes or you bring unasked cupcakes to work and you literally get the different departments to decorate them and you have kind of a, a cupcake bake-off day at work. So it's a fun, mm. it's a fun team-building event to, to, to also focus on that. Um, and then also for those corporates that want to make donations, you know, our charity is a registered NPO as well as a public benefits organization. So you will definitely be able to get your Section 18A certificate for any donations towards our charity. Um, once again, if you, like I mentioned, if you're not able to bake or you, you're not a keen baker, why not support us on the 1st of October? We're going to be at close to 60 malls across the country. So please go and visit our website. It's cupcakesofhope.org. Have a look at where your closest participating mall is. And then definitely pop in on the day to make your 10 or 20 rand donation. Um, if you want to bake, same, the same process. You go onto the website, you find your closest participating more, find the coordinator and pop them an email. Or you can just send me an email. It's at signup at cupcakesofhope.org. And I will then put you in touch with your closest um, participating more. Um, and then as well, um, for those that might not have a mall close to your to, to where you guys are, we are also celebrating our 10th year partnership with an amazing, amazing um, coffee shop brand, the Mug and Bean. They've launched the Mug and Bean. Yes, absolutely amazing. So what they've done is we've already been partnering up with them for the past 10 years. And last year they raised over a million rand oh. um, selling their um, muffins for cancer in stores. So we challenge, we invite everybody to please go and support. They've launched the limited edition Muggles Muffin. Mm, and I saw from that. each muffin, Yeah, that's so, they, they're cute. so cute. <laughs> but two rand from each muffin gets donated to our charity. And this year they've already raised over half a million rand and wow. they're aiming for two million rand. So guys, please go and support this amazing franchise. Mm. They've really supported us the past 10 years and and we don't know where we would have been without their financial support um last year especially during COVID because we as you know we weren't able to to host national cupcake day in 2020 so yes please pop over to their uh, to their stores oh no i'm definitely going. yeah i mean for every listener out there go to mug and bean guys go get this really cute cupcake and support this cause like it's such an amazing uh tribute definitely yeah and this saturday go to a mall near you and god willing almost likely because i mean they're going to be in 60 malls and Mm. how many malls are there you will find a cupcakes of hope store buy a cupcake support an amazing cause you guys you'll feel better it'll taste amazing it'll 
Like there's no reason to not do it. Literally. It's the best reason to get fat. <laughs> Just this time, guys. <laughs> oh my god. Sandy. And it is gonna make a difference in the children's lives. I Amen. mean, as I mentioned before, we've done prosthetic limbs, we've done wheelchairs, we've done I mean last week we, we had one patient, although they had medical aid, their funds are depleted and we got an urgent email from them. For the child to receive chemo this week, there was a shortfall of six thousand rand, as well as additional CAT scan, which was twelve thousand rand. And and if it wasn't for our amazing cupcake volunteers out there, we wouldn't have been able to to you know make that transfer and make sure that that child gets that treatment that they so desperately need wow. this, this week. On that note, I want to take the opportunity to thank all our cupcakes angels that have supported us in the past ten years. Guys, without your support, we wouldn't have been able to bless so many, so many children. So thank you and a big shout out to, to you and your team at Cape Pulpit for always allowing us to come and share our beautiful stories with you guys. We love you guys and thank you so much for that. Mm. And may God continue to bless you guys and bless all our cupcake angels this Saturday. Amen. Thank Amen. you so much, Sandy. Really? Honestly, the pleasure is all ours. We love having you in studio. Mm. We love everything you're doing for the children. Mm. We're going to go out and support you this Definitely. weekend and also in Mug and Bean. And we pray the listeners do as well. Yeah. Sandy, thank you so much. I mean, what you're doing is so amazing. And the fact that you're still keeping the perseverance in difficult times, mm. in challenges, I know for people that or uh, I mean serving God and doing things like this that it's not easy mm -hmm. and the fact that you're still pushing through that like speaks volumes of you so thank you for initiating something like this and you know helping those that are in need I pray that God really just blesses you blesses your family and cover you guys from every spiritual backlash Amen Amen, amen. Thank you so much for that blessing Thank you Pleasure. As we end this interview can we just ask you if you can provide us with all the social media handles mm. of cupcakes of hope all right so we at um on our instagram it's at cupcakes of hope um cupcakes for kids with cancer on facebook but on our website it's www.cupcakesofhope.org and you'll find all the links on there and if I may can I end up with a lovely quote from Mother Teresa I love quoting her and one of her quotes says we can't all do great things but we can do little things with great love mm. and that is what Cupcakes of Hope is all about it's wow. so sweet that is so sweet such an apt and perfect quote Ah, what an end to a, a perfect ending interview. Eh? yes Thank you so much, Thanks. Sandy. Please Thank enjoy. You. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. <laughs> wow. That was so powerful. I right? mean, you know, personally, I I felt so moved by it, like because I lost my mm -hmm. my grandmother to to cancer, and like she was my rock. She was mm -hmm. like, you know, if my mom hears this, mom is like. <laughs> but honestly, Zoe, like that woman was my everything and she has the best heart in the world. And, you know, losing her really kind of just pivoted my whole family. I mean, my mom got emotional last week talking mm. about it because yeah. she was such a powerful, a powerful woman. And um, to hear that there's someone doing mm. such amazing work for people that are struggling with these yeah. these symptoms and these things, you know, really just wants me to makes me feel like I would love to do something mm. to give back. Definitely going to Mug and Bean, guys. Same. And I'm going to, this Saturday, 
I'm going to go to three different malls. You know man. what? And then I would give that cupcake to others so that I don't exactly. get fat. But I'm going to buy them cupcakes, girl. Exactly. <laughs> ah, even me, I'm going to support them. I remember when even I first me. came... <laughs> When I first came across their ad for National Cupcake Day about a year or two ago, I just felt it in my soul that I had to talk to them, that we had to bring light to what they're doing and to see how they've gone from strength to strength. I mean, Mug and mm. Bean getting behind their amazing cause. It's just, it's fantastic. And I, to see what God is doing in their life, I could talk about it all day. And it was an amazing interview. Can't wait to have it her on again. Was. But it that's was such a vibe. Yes. Now let's just go on into the Did You Know section of the show. 180 Degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. So it is 14 minutes until 8 o'clock. We just finished a fantastic, beautiful interview. If you guys missed it, you can check it out. We were on Facebook Live on 729 Cops Council and 729 Cape Pulpit. Guys, you... the way Zoe just lit up this room so that <laughs> I could be seen on Facebook Live. You, you know, know? I, I just wanted them to see all your beautiful angles. Oh, in wow, The Zoe. greatest she light. She chooses the day I do not wear makeup. <laughs> You're so sweet. I mean, you don't need makeup to be beautiful, Michaela. Mm, mm, thank you. <laughs> thank you, girl. Speaking <laughs> of beautiful, today's Did You Know is actually about Jesus' description. And let's just say he was apparently not beautiful. He was a very ordinary, bland-looking man. And the only description of him in the Bible, the only one, because he was just that, I want to say physically and not he was not an ugly man he was just basic basic yeah the only description of him is in isaiah 53 2 which says he had no form of majesty that we should look at him and no beauty that we should desire him and i was like yay this is the son of man guys can can we just say something else <laughs> but that's Sick. apparently it and then wow. because he lived in nazareth which is in the middle east he was um, obviously a very average looking tanned man there's another description of him in revelations 1 verses 14 to 15 but this is when he's like someone's having a vision of him so I don't think this is a very apt description of his physical self and it's said that his hair and his head were white as wool white as snow his eyes were a flame of fire his feet were burnished bronze as refined in a furnace it's a direct quote but I think he was just a very, a very tanned looking man, probably had curly hair. Mm. I don't think he was particularly any tall. He wasn't someone you would look secondly at. So mm. I think that was made it all the more just crazy how everyone just flocked towards him. Mm. Yeah, I think I think from a from a different perspective, I think God just wanted us to see that. Even if you may be categorized as basic, yeah, you know, you can still have an impact. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's not about looks; it's not yeah. about uh, beauty, because a lot of people say beautiful people, uh, mm -hmm. beautiful people get things for free. Yeah, but pretty privilege. Exactly, like there's something like that, and I, I think God came in with this. You know, let me not give him, mm. let me not give my son this. I just yeah. want him to be basic and show you guys that he is capable of pulling this off. Yeah. So we have no excuse, even mm. if we see ourselves as basic. Yeah, I think it's an especially interesting observation to make because when you look at like the depictions of him from the Middle Ages, he's always de 
drawn so beautifully like you can see his majesty is just attracting people to him and the fact that he didn't even look like i don't know like we tend to attribute characteristics to god because he's so mighty to us they may not necessarily be true but i just think that was a very interesting observation to me i also feel like people are like categorizing god or yeah jesus in maybe he of color man like yeah maybe he's black maybe he is white maybe mm-hmm. he is mixed race you, you know you don't you don't really know what yes. he looks like but everybody wants a god that they can kind of relate to yes because i know a lot of americans like african-americans they prefer the god or jesus to be black yes so for me that is like it's kind of weird yeah because i feel like there's no i think when we look at god and we look at jesus they there wouldn't be a color yeah like, you know it would be whatever you maybe whatever you can relate to but color wouldn't even be a thought in your mind very true you know what i mean exactly it's like color is just not even an important thing to i think the most important characteristic to look at when judging not judging a person but even just like appreciating them is the content of their heart and their exactly. spirit rather than what they look like i mean mm. no one can choose their race or any other characteristic yeah. like that so i don't think it's an important thing for people yeah. to look at no i i definitely agree and i feel like you know i think it's it's god's I- embrace the person he is that is definitely like you said that's definitely going to draw you that your mind even wouldn't it wouldn't even go there yeah mm. but wow this has been such a conversation it's we have nine <laughs> minutes to go let's go into the bible quiz 180 degrees on I am youth movement. Follow us on Facebook today. I am radio. So we literally have about eight minutes left until it's eight o'clock. So I'm going to ask you guys this week's Bible quiz very quickly. So I'm asking you guys, what item did Jacob give his son Joseph that stirred envy amongst his brothers? We all know the story. This item eventually led to joseph's brothers selling him into slavery but that's not even a terrible thing it was a blessing in disguise but enough of me digressing here are the options the object given was a pair of shoes a coat of many colors frankincense or golden staff if you want to send us a message telling us what the answer is you can send us a message at 081-729-1657. We would love to hear from you. But as we give you guys some time to think about what the answer is, listen to No Greater Love by Jason Fowler. No Greater Love by Jason Fowler. A banger, a certified banger. But before we were listening to that Jesus gospel song, I wanted to call it a Jesus banger. But then I was like, don't do it, girl. So are these the... Uh... <laughs> names <laughs> i am too deep on um meme christian meme mm. twitter it's got just, it it's a hole honestly you guys but before that i asked you guys a question that formed a part of this week's bible quiz we um put the quiz as an option on our instagram pages both the i am youth movement which is i am youth radio on instagram and on that account we had the four options 15 percent of the people said that joseph i mean that jacob gave his son joseph a pair of shoes 50 percent. 15 17 percent 77 percent of people said it was a coat of many colors and eight percent of people 
said it was frankincense. If we switch on over to 729K Pulpit, which on Instagram, which is our radio station's, um, <laughs> which is our radio station's um, Instagram page, we have a very interesting answer. A hundred percent of the people say that he gave him a golden staff. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Well, there's there's not any more percentage to go to the others. There's nothing else. It was just the staff. Wow. <laughs> Guys, guys, why I'm, aren't you all reading your Bibles? I just, but you know what? That. I have to, I have to give it to them. Um, when I was setting up the quiz this morning, I can admit my mistakes. I got the names confused. Mm. I, I had, I had brain fog, study brain. So no wonder mm-hmm. they said the staff. Okay, yeah. never mind, guys. People it were, was Zoe. That it was, was all problem. me. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so to all the people I misled, you, potentially it could be uh, true. It could be true. Maybe like Joseph gave his son a stop. It's definitely a stop. Jacob didn't, though. But yep. maybe Joseph did. So we guys, can't even say y'all are wrong. I do apologize. I, Zoe is the problem. I really am. Like, I need a change. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want an answer to the question I asked here, which was different to the one I asked on Instagram, then you can find the answer in Genesis 37 verses 3. Which is a coat of many colors. Mm. It must have been like a Gucci style coat for them to sell him into slavery for it. I know, right? Definitely. Or even like, no, definitely Gucci. Yeah, legit. Mm. They they were mad. (laughs) Wow, we have less than two minutes until eight o'clock, you guys. It's fantastic. What an amazing interview with an amazing woman doing amazing things. We are so happy every time she comes on the show and all the children that depend on her organization, all the people funding her are amazing. You guys heard it here. Go on to any mall near you in South Africa and you will most likely see a Cupcakes of Hope um, store where you can buy a cupcake mm. for I think 10 or 20 rand, Yeah, which is so cheap, even me with my um account budget yes my account that i have like 10 rand and guys for those who uh cannot find them go to your nearest mug and bean mm-hmm. and get that little cupcake that has a face on it looks like a little doggy a puppy and that also two rand of that contributes to her cause which i think is so amazing do not miss this opportunity to help and bless someone else guys amen you guys but let's say goodbye really quickly goodbye really quickly (laughs) (laughs) we'll see you guys again next week it's going to be a fun fun show this insert was brought to you by radio k pulpit 7 to 9 a.m please visit kpulpit.co.za